Bridge Bank helps breakthrough ideas actually break through and remains dedicated to providing financial solutions to the risk takers, the game changers, and the disruptors. Bridge Bank, a division of Western Alliance Bank. Bridge Bank, be bold, venture wisely. Hey there, this is Brittany Luce from NPR's It's Been a Minute. KQED's podcasts like The Bay, Bay Curious, Mind Shift, Right Nowish, and more all tell the stories of the Bay and beyond with reliable, human-centered journalism. They aim to inspire, make you think, entertain, and expand your understanding of the place you call home. Here's how you can support podcasting at KQED. Showing your support is easy, and you can join Brittany in supporting KQED Podcast too at donate.kqed.org slash podcast. That's donate.kqed.org slash podcast. From KQED. I'm Erica Cruz Guevara, and welcome to The Bay, local news to keep you rooted. Over the past week, people across the Bay Area have been watching in horror at the war between Israel and Hamas. And they're responding with sadness, anxiety, fear, and outrage. On Friday, Hundreds dressed in blue, carrying Israeli flags, gathered outside San Francisco City Hall, calling for the release of hostages still being held by Hamas. On Saturday, an estimated 3,000 people marched from the ferry building and up Market Street, demanding that Israel stop bombarding and blockading Gaza. And at Lake Merritt in Oakland, Jewish groups calling for the end of Israel's occupation of Palestine held a vigil on Sunday to mourn those killed in the war. Today, we're going to take you to those actions, and we'll hear from the people here in the Bay Area about how they're feeling in this moment and how they're processing the events in Israel and Gaza. Stay with us. Hi, it's Terry Gross, the host of Fresh Air. We bring you in-depth, long-form interviews with actors, directors, musicians, authors, journalists, and more. Listen to our Peabody Award-winning Fresh Air podcast from WHYY and NPR. Hey, it's Avery Truffleman, host of Articles of Interest. And I've got to say, I've been a fan of KQED ever since I was a little kid, and I would come out to San Francisco to visit my grandma. It was just What we'd always turn on every time we got in the car, every time we were making dinner and turning on the radio, was always KQED. And then over the years, I've become a massive fan of KQED podcasts because this is local reporting at its best. These are answers to questions you've always wanted to know, interviews with exciting, unusual voices, necessary journalism, all told with love and care and artistry. And did you know that a majority of KQED's funding actually comes from members? It's just people like you and me supporting the programs they love while also getting access to cool events, behind-the-scenes footage, and so much more. If you want to sign up and be a part of this amazing community, visit donate.kqed.org slash podcasts to become a member today. That's podcasts with an S. Thank you for listening, and thank you for your support. Bring them home! Bring them home! 
you mind just stating your first and last name? Yes, my name is Arta Ziegelbaum. I'm Israeli born and an American citizen now. So, at a time like this, you want to feel that you are part of a community who is um, feeling what you are feeling. And of course, as a sign of solidarity and support. It's a sad day for all of us. Would you mind saying your first and last name for me? Nirit Hazan. I'm here because this girl on the poster is a neighbor of my mother. I was raised and born in Kibbutz Nachaloz. And on last Friday night, uh, we were celebrating with friends and someone all of a sudden said, there are rockets over Israel and we tried to ignore, but then someone said, oh my, uh, terrorists have crossed the border in Gaza. And immediately I felt like, oh, this is so serious. This is like the, the one worst nightmare I had as a child. I called my mother, she didn't really know, and I told her, shut off the TV, go into the mamad, go to the secure room, and close the door, close the TV, um, everything. And so we were, we were five siblings, so we were following her the entire day until at midnight she was rescued. She's physically fine, but um, she's part of a shattered community. My good friends, his mother was kidnapped. She's 84. She's barely walking. We know of Elia uh, Kim family, the parents of this beautiful girl who were kidnapped, and so many. I don't know if we have enough synonyms. Just a nightmare. All that um, is just, there are no words anymore. There, there are no words. You don't liberate by kidnapping, um, abducting people, slaughtering them, stop with the equation that Hamas is Palestinian. It's actually hurting the Palestinians, in my humble opinion. Um, the Hamas is the sole responsible for these atrocities. And this is regardless of any political argument or conflict. Last name real quick and your title? Sure, Josh Becker, California State Senator, District 13. This rally is about bringing home the hostages and communicating very clearly to Hamas and to the world that they must release the hostages now. I'm vice chair of the California Legislative Jewish Caucus. We've been in touch with our U.S. senators, our State Department. We are working every angle, and this rally is one of those. No matter how you feel about Middle East politics, we can all agree that kidnapping women and children and the elderly is wrong. It's a violation of international law. We need them released now. Do not mistake this as a fight for freedom. Freedom can never be sought through brutal, inhumane, and barbaric actions. As a citizen of Israel, I stand united with my country in our fight against Hamas. I call on the local, lo local and global community to stand with Israel as we fight for our lives, our homes, and our future. I call on mothers and fathers to voice their horror and rage against these brutal crimes. I call on mothers and fathers to help Israel get our children 
back alive, safe, with no negotiations, right now. My name is Suzanne Ali. I'm an organizer with the Palestinian Youth Movement Bay Area. This week has been personally so difficult. You know, it's not a new issue for us, of course. Mainstream media has been portraying it as if this is something that just a war, a war that broke out like two, three days ago. But this is something that's been ongoing for us. And having family in, in Palestine, specifically me having family in, in Gaza, in Khan Yunus, which was bombarded last night, as I saw, is really difficult. I've lived here my whole life. I've gone to school here and I've always been faced with you know, teachers telling me that Palestine doesn't exist. And that's horrifying to hear, you know? And to, it's in this day and age when we're seeing another genocide. Would have you believed that this racist notion that we want this violence to happen, that we want to bury close to 600 of our children in the last seven days, but the only thing we want is an end to the occupation an end to the colonialism, an end to ethnic cleansing, an end to the siege of Gaza, an honest reporting that tells the truth, an honest reporting that tells the truth, and stop the spread of propagandas and lies. The year is 2023, but it looks like the headlines feels it's 2001. My name is Mesa. Okay, what's your last name? Al-Sharif. I've been protesting since I was a kid, and unfortunately, I'm here today with my kids. Um, maybe ask them how old they are? Sure. He's nine, and she's five. How have you been talking to your children about it? I've been telling them the truth that their lives wouldn't matter if they lived there, and it's not fair that we get to live here and our people got to, our family got to leave, and we're safe and they're not. So I'm letting them know without traumatizing them as much as I could, but I'm definitely letting them know the way that I grew up knowing. Um, do you have family in Gaza? We do. Have you been in touch with them? Um, they last heard of them days ago. Yeah. They're not sure where, they know their houses were bombed and they're not sure where they are. so so much for joining us today it's so powerful to be here in community with all of you with other jews who know that jewish safety can only come through ending apartheid and ensuring palestinian safety and freedom can i get your first and last name yes sydney levy i'm jewish jewish american i'm in solidarity with palestine i have family that's in the israeli army family in Israel, I have friends in Palestine, in both sides of the border. Uh, everybody's concerned, everybody's upset and fearful, but nothing justifies what is happening now in Gaza. Last week has been very heavy. It has been mostly despair uh, because m so many things that we have been building as a movement of solidarity with Palestine 
at the beginning seem to be collapsing with what you hear from the U.S. government, with all of the support, with all of the... It's just incredible. But I think that people are waking up from the grief, which is still real, into action. So one of the ways to deal with the despair is not to fall into depression, which I was depressed last week, and it's just moving into action. They're just saying, we're here, we're opposed to what is happening, and we want a different world. A world without apartheid. It's not that hard. A friend of mine was saying that in order to move from A to B, from the violence to action, you have to pass through the grief. Uh, and somebody was commenting here, it's very hard to pass through the grief because the violence and the killing is still happening, it's still taking place. So you're grieving not only for the people that have died, but for the people that will continue to die, unfortunately. And that's why you have to be able to hold both the community and the grief, but also the action, because there are things that we can still stop. We cannot stop the people that were killed yesterday. We can stop the killings that will happen tomorrow. We're all grieving for so, so many people right now. And I think we're also all grieving for something that's beyond people, for values, for a Jewish community that we can trust and lean on. The audio you heard in this episode was gathered by KQED's Sydney Johnson and Annalise Finney. This episode was cut down and edited by Maria Esquinka and me. Alan Montecilio is our senior editor. By the way, I'm going to leave you all a link in our show notes. It's a story from NPR about how to talk to children about the violence in Israel and Gaza. I know much of what is happening right now can feel hard to explain. So in case you need it, it's there. The Bay is a production of member-supported KQED. I'm Erica Cruz Guevara. Talk to you next time. Hi, I'm Sasha Koka, host of the California Report magazine. Every week, we bring you stories about what connects us in the giant, diverse Golden State. Because what happens in California changes the world. I love this place. We were once seen as, like, the place to be California. The land of milk and honey, that's where you go to Sunshine State, but we just have challenges right now. KQED's California Report magazine. New episodes drop every Friday, wherever you get your podcasts. Hi there, I'm Randa Dirfetah from Throughline. If you're listening to this podcast, you know that KQED produces exceptional storytelling that keeps you informed, inspired, and entertained. Their podcasts cover issues from your neighborhood to the entire country and everything in between. Support this work today. You can help us continue to bring quality podcasts to your ears. Just head to donate.kqed.org podcast. That's donate.kqed.org slash podcast.